Okay, welcome to FML FPL. I'm Alon. This Walsh. So this is the debut Friday My Life episode, new pod that we're going to do every Friday. This episode's free for everyone. Future Friday My Life episodes are going to be behind the Patreon paywall. We're just going to do this every week, sort of talk about our moves, our teams, our transfers, any you know big late late in the week news or injuries that came out in pressers and stuff like that. Maybe answer a few questions. I think that's basically it, right? Yeah, I think down and dirty, a little quick pod, last minute pod, panic station pod, Friday yeah. in my life pod, and. Yeah, I mean, like this week, I guess we'll talk about Kevin. We always need to talk about Kevin, but it just gives us another opportunity to get a little last-minute words on some things that developed since we pot early in the week. So I thought it would be a nice little addition, and if you dig it or if you want to keep tuning into this one, it'll be, like Alon mentioned, behind the paywall on our Patreon. You could check it out there and sign up and help support us. Yep. And so we're still going to write lineup lambs every week, but like I just got home from work, you just got home from work. We haven't written lambs yet, so there's there's things that we're both thinking about with our individual teams here, right? Yeah. So what do you want to start there? Or do you want to start with like Kevin and Steph? Yeah, well, I guess it goes hand in hand. We both have them, but yeah. the difference between both of us is I have two frees and you have one. Right. Um, I also have a problem that I still don't have a- Tamala. Tammy Abraham's still not on Team Adam, so that's a problem for me. Yeah, that's not great. So I'm really kind of conflicted. I mean, we've been talking in Slack. Well, I've been catching up on Slack. I've been a little MIA today, unfortunately. Bad job by me, sorry guys. But <laughs> do you remove Kevin if he misses one game? Like, what is the risk reward? Is it worth spending two transfers on one spot in such quick succession? Can you afford to miss a game out of him after the break? What's your take on that? Yeah, I mean, it's a really, really tough one because. Before the injury, I think we were saying even on our pod that he's probably the most important player in all of FPL. Just his price, the price and output combination and the team he's on just all meshing into like one superstar player. I mean, I, if I feel like, and we can't really take anything Pep says in pressers, you know, for real. I mean, he could be out for a month and we wouldn't know it from Pep, but I feel like. Missing this one game, and then you know, obviously, he won't be playing for Belgium over the international break. I feel like expecting him to be back for next game week is pretty reasonable. And they still have away Palace, home Villa, home Southampton, and I still really, really want him in those. So, I mean, if you can hide him, I feel like it's a good time to just hide him. Okay, so I mean, it definitely is team by team dependent. So, yeah. like for me. I guess Cantwell looks like he's fit, he trained, so that's a good thing. But I would be getting Lundstrom off for him, and that feels totally fine. But yeah, that's great. What do you think about the people that are trying to just spike points and are c- concerned that he won't be back in 15 days and that he might, you know, make a sub appearance and, you know, really going for the points? Do you have an issue with that, or do you think that's, you know, that's fine? I mean, it also comes in with like value, I guess, a little bit. Like, you know, we love talking about team value here, but. He's going to drop a couple times. So The thing that I'm not sure about is like I still don't have a grasp on how they handle red flag guys and dropping. And it it seems like they may drop more slowly than other players. Like, I don't know why it took like seven weeks into the season for Allison to drop, you know, 0.4 or something like that. Like, he should have just dropped like 5.0 immediately, right? By the, he hasn't played and like, 
He's only yeah, he's only five eight. Like why why is he dropping slowly? I feel like that has something to do with all right, all right, got it. Red flag, and so I don't know. I feel like he might not drop back down to where what people are hoping, which is like nine five, I guess. But like if he goes down just to nine eight, and we only have a couple weeks out, like it's not like you're going to be spewing the money everywhere and not being able to buy him back, right? Yeah, you're more talking, I guess, about just straight swap Kevin to like Son or Kevin to Pepe or yeah, something like not that. Not like reinvest the money to do like you know, a, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I mean, I I can't say that I have a problem with it. I mean, those guys, right. I'm sure, will outscore him in the next two, but I don't know. I just feel like you're going to immediately want to get him back in. So now we're using two transfers over the next three or four game weeks on the same spot. Yeah. I just I just like hiding him so much more. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I like, agree with you. Like, I think if you can't hide him, but you have someone that's like you have Hayden or something, and you can just do like Hayden to like Saka and start that spot. I'm just like, yeah, that's probably fine, right? And then you just. You, I think I would be a little different. Like if I had a, con- a for sure zero coming in, but like Hayden, for example, who is a totally fine like long term hold. But you just are in a tough spot. Like then, I would be maybe more inclined. But Hayden suspended for three. They gave him the like violent conduct. Yeah, but you should. Yeah, I mean, if he's like your only bench player, then okay, fine. But in general, yeah. I don't know. I think I don't know. I guess I have maybe I have less of an issue with it than you do about removing him and buying him back. But depending on the rest of your team, but I haven't really considered removing him for myself. I, yeah. I definitely agree about just like the long term. Like I don't usually want to. Spend transfers on an, a switchy swap of one guy when he is like conceivably only going to miss one max two games. So right. that's kind of how I feel overall. It's like, all right, yes, yeah, Son might just like haul in these next two, but you know it's pretty unlikely that you're going to come out like way way ahead and just nail two game weeks in a row. You know? Yeah, I mean, whatever. Son plays for a shit ass team, but what about like even Mares? He's getting a lot of pump. Yeah, I mean, I. I guess, like, does this affect Mars? Does this make Mars more nailed to you? I think people are a little more warm to Mars because of the Bill being charged news. Yeah, but he's not actually suspended, right? Bill, no, he's not. It's just like potentially. Yeah, I mean, but we don't know how they're going to handle that. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, of course, they don't play the same position. Yeah, if Bill is like suspended, then yeah, like Mars is yeah, but amazing. Yeah. But but Bill, I mean, maybe people are expecting Bill to come into midfield, which I am not expecting at all. I don't think he's been playing him there for some time. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if anyone, Dilva is probably the one who's like most nailed play. on yeah. with Kevin out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So Mars still kind of same thoughts from the from yeah, Paul. I think so. Right? Is okay. that dumb? Do you feel the same way? Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I I do, I do. I I think he's like fun. He's always fun. He's oh, such he's a little really sexy fun. boy. But yeah, I think it's a very risky, very risky move. So okay. So and he, that, and he played ninety in Champions League too, for whatever that's true. worth. You know. Yeah. So yeah, that's true. So I mean, I guess back to so my team. I mean, what I'm looking at is figuring out how to get Abraham because I'm just in the same place I was last week. Yeah. And I mean, I just, I mean, do you agree that it's still a big problem that I don't have him? Cause that's how it feels. Um, yes, because like you mentioned on your last pod, I just don't have that much faith in all air. Even though yeah. I really like him and he's really fun to watch and good, it's like, 
you know, he got an assist last week, and they scored two goals. He got an assist from like he's a, not shooting from a real life perspective. He did his job. He had a good game, but for fantasy, that's a nightmare game. You know, it's like yeah. you don't want like a tick guy for seven five at forward. So yeah, yeah I you think need like, someone with the brace potential exactly. So I think which he doesn't show. Yeah, yeah, I think that's like a big upgrade if you can turn him into into Tammy. So where do I get the money? I mean, looking at my team, my team right now, I have Pope, and then I have Robbo, Trent. I have nothing in the bank, and I need point two. I have Robbo, Trent, Otamendi, Lundstrom, and Rico at the back. Mo, Raz, Kevin, Cantwell, Mountain, Mid, Nikita, and Puki alongside Alaire at forward. Yeah, I mean, the obvious place would be Kevin because he's red flagged yeah. and out. The other semi obvious place might be Cantwell. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at Cantwell to Saka. Yeah, like Cantwell to a guy frees up what point four or something. He's like four nine or five zero now. Cantwell. I have I have point. I would get point three because I have him at four eight selling value. Right. So is that like the only? Issue with that that I would have is like you've been starting Cantwell a good amount. Would that fuck your whole like rotation up for your, like your eleventh guy? Like, would you end no, up I having mean, to start Lundy in bad fixtures that you don't want to start him? I mean, Lundstrom only has two bad fixtures until January, basically, and it's game week nine and game week twelve. And yeah. I mean, I would start Saka probably, or I yeah. mean, I could start. I could also try and start Rico. He Rico. has home Norwich or yeah. at Newcastle. I mean, it does. I feel like it doesn't leave me like that. Thin. Yeah, no, the, those sound like the perfect answers. Then, yeah, I, I would vote for Cantwell out. So, do you think this is worth a double move before the international break as well? Because I'm still a little bit nervous about that. I like it. I think it is. I think it's good. Okay. Okay. And like so, honestly, yeah, this it. week you start Saka. No question. Yeah, no, of course. And I'm gonna have Lund- he didn't yeah, and I'm gonna have Lundstrom offer De Bruyne. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So yeah, I mean that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, no, I like that. And this is also just a stupid thing that I just thought of when I was on the train home from work. But like I have Kevin still in my lineup. <laughs> I'm not I don't take anything at face value that Pep says. Like it, it wouldn't yeah, people will go ballistic if Kevin's like in the lineups or something, but I wouldn't. I would just be like, Oh, Pep lied and he passed the fitness test on Friday or Saturday <laughs> morning. Like, that's fine. Cause uh yeah, no matter I mean, what he did say he, he's out, but But I like you don't get point. punished for it. So Kevin should be in everyone's lineup because there's a one yeah, yeah, percent no, chance I, that Pep yeah. is just being Pep. And then you just get auto set, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, it's not like Nikita, who's actually on Leeds and he's ineligible. <laughs> yeah, like he, Kevin could still play. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm still like scrambling to rectify my, you know, my fuck up when I was back in New York, but I guess uh, it's fine. Yeah, I think it's fine. All right, and it kind what of removes that Norwich annoyance that we've been kind of talking about, where it's like. Maybe we're like over relying a bit on Norwich. You've been shut out. What was it? Three out of the last four. And it's yeah, like you it's don't just, really want two attackers on that team at this point. It just feels like bad timing to remove Toddy when he has home villa right now. Like I've right. had him. But he's for still fifty fifty also. Like it must yeah, be said. Fair. Like he's not nailed. That's fair. I mean I yeah, I mean I've had a very brief dalliance with Todd. Yeah. It's been fine. Love Todd. That's yeah, okay. Um What about you? For me, I'm. I mean, it. 
I, you know, I'm getting mixed results. Like Jason thinks this is insane and stupid and other people really like it, but I'm thinking about Kuhn to Ob's. And, you know, the reasons I like it are Bournemouth is way worse than Wolves. Uh, Kuhn played like 89 minutes in Champions League and missed a lot of big chances. He's kind of been like missing a lot of chances in the Prem too. Um, OBS has the long-term fixtures. Like City's short-term next four are incredible, but OBS has like the next like 10 are incredible. So I'd hold that. And then obviously I make money on it, so... I could fix someone like Gone or something like that next week. I probably won't take a hit this week, but you know, so you can get it, Allison's coming back. Yeah, right. Like if Allison keeps dropping, I might be able to get there. Like I, there's just it just opens up my team a bit without removing really like I'm removing a premium, but I'm slotting in another also incredible free, uh, premium with also incredible fixtures, and I would cap yeah. OBS. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with that at all. I think it's yeah. fine. Yeah, I mean, like someone on Twitter was saying, like game week eight is the Coons week where he always like yeah, I mean, scores five. Okay. I'm like, I don't fucking care, dude. Like, what care. Like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. I like usually I hit the light at the bottom of my hill, but sometimes I don't. Right, exactly. Yeah, game week eight, I always hit the light. It's like okay, yeah. that's not reliable information, but yeah, I mean, I might get punished for it. Like Coon could obviously start and score a hat trick. That wouldn't be surprising, but I just think the risk of him not starting or coming off at sixty or you know, without Kevin, maybe the team is a lot less fluid and Wolves' bus ends up being frustrating or something like that versus, like, yeah. I very much expect Arsenal to score minimum three at home to Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah I agree. And, I mean, the million is significant on your team. Like, it's you can very definitely important. use it. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Okay, what about, so you're going with OBS cap? Yeah, OBS cap. That'll be, yeah. I, yeah. That's, yeah, I mean, OBS, I think, is definitely the best option this week. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I think I'm gonna probably go on Pookie um, uh, over Raz. Yeah, I'm. I'm all out on Raz sideline merchant. I don't right. think that he's playing in a position that I want to captain him in. Right. Um, I really what it's coming down to for me is Pookie versus Mo. I you know Mo's off a brace and I get Lester like look good blah 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 good underlying whatevers but I mean Soy Boy's got mistakes in him and I just. I mean, Liverpool at home are just always a good bet to put a couple pass. So I'm still weighing on that. Where do you come down on the two of them? Yeah, that's really hard. I mean, Pookie is also really risky for other reasons. It's like, yeah, I mean, Norwich, who they could score zero. Like they're, yeah. they were just promoted. Yeah. And yeah. And Mo's got, Mo does have like no, I don't think he's got Egypt stuff. So I think he's like, you know, he's going to just get the, Free reign of the ninety, and then he's got a nice little two week break, right? And there's actually a lot of whispers, and like you know, and and Klopp made this substitution against Salzburg, and he made the substitution last week. There's a lot of whispers of like Mo up top in a four two three one, and Firmino behind him, and Origi and Mane, the wide really? players, which All would attack. be fantastic. Yeah, and I mean a a pen does seem like it could be there with Schmeichs and Soy. Schmeich's kind of soy. talking myself in a mo here is what we're coming down to, huh? It seems a lot safer despite the bad fixture. Like if if Mo is a way lesser, I'd be no, like, ah, yeah, Pookie's no, probably better. Yeah, I think wouldn't consider it. I think you talked me into it. I mean, his numbers have been down this year, but like you said, he just came off a brace against you know another pretty good team, and yeah, I don't know. I I think I like it. 
it's he's it's significant no, no, that he scored. Like no one is on him for cap. Yeah, it's very significant to me, and maybe I'm over like reading into it too much, but it, it seems very significant to me that he scored a brace. Like he he had another big chance early in the match against Salzburg and missed it. And I tweeted at the time, I was like, Mo keeps missing big chances. He missed a gigantic chance against Sheffield United too. And I was like, he's just kind of out of form. He's just kind of low on confidence or something. And then to get the brace is just massive. I feel like for his confidence and everything. So, okay. So I'm going to, I think I'll go a little diff cap there with Mo. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I like that. I mean, usually I don't really like, you know, going in a conceivably difficult fixture on paper, but. Eh, whatever, fine today. It's also Fucking captain. Who cares? The, yeah, Fuck the count. The counter argument is like whenever you get the opportunity to differential captain Mo at home, that's like an opportunity you're supposed to take. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, this isn't like they're not playing City, right? I mean, in our captain poll on Slack, there's one person on him. And wow. I mean, that is. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, that's extremely yeah. rare. There's one person on in him. two years. Yeah, that's probably like almost never. Out of like a hundred votes or whatever we have in there. Yeah, yeah. It feels really good. I got to say that Bocce coach is also doing Kuhn to Obs and captaining Obs. I'm like, well, you can I, always chase that. All yeah, right. I, I mean, do like... we have anything else for this? Do you want to hit one question or something that looks good that we didn't touch on, or are we good to get out of here? I mean, dude on Twitter wanted us to talk about Pepe. Um, no, nah, it's too punty still. I don't. Yeah, know. I, I, I like. Don't I, trust I, it. He's just. I get it because it's like who are the other nine plus mids to get for Kevin or whatever, but it's just like come on, right? Yeah, I I just you want to see them scoring goals in open play, Pepe in particular scoring goals, assisting goals in open play before you feel really good about that. I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah I agree. And Voldy on Slack said, "Do I start Diop, Jop, or Ladwell this week?" Uh, Ladwell, I think for sure, right? Yeah, Why would de- you just not definitely. start him? Yeah, I think definitely for sure. And yeah. Diop, the the downgrade of Fabianski is really bad for West Ham. Yeah, like that I, is a big, that's, that's a big difference, huge. So unless this guy, this rando, comes out of nowhere and saves everything, I don't feel terrific about that. Um, the only last thing that I really have is I was. I was kind of like talking about it on Slack a little bit when I was quote unquote working earlier today because people were posting the clean sheet odds, the anytime goal score odds, the over under odds, and everything. And I think the, that stuff is really useful. And I like the fact that like people are looking to to bookmakers to like maybe make a fifty fifty decisions and stuff. But I have like okay, a lot of the times people look at that stuff, especially like clean sheet and anytime goal score odds or over unders and they they take it as projections like Vegas is making projection that Kuhn is going to score Vegas is making projection that like Newcastle is not going to score whatever and that's exactly not what they're doing what they're doing and what what sportsbook do in general on all their lines is projecting that they're going to get half the money on either side of whatever line that they set and the difference between that and what people are reading it as is that they're taking the what they consider the biases of the betting public, the general public who are betting on on these games, and baking that into the lines. So the general public, and it works. It's it's more evident to me in NFL because there's like more scoring, so the lines get inflated a bit more. But 
people tend to bet overs more than they bet unders. People tend to bet on goal scores more than they bet on like you know clean sheets or, or non-goal scores and stuff like that. So all that stuff is baked in. The better, especially bigger name teams to keep clean sheets, the better and bigger name teams to win are also baked into the odds. So they're always going to be slighted toward those teams. So I just wanted to, that, that's basically it. I just wanted to point out the, this is what these numbers actually mean. They don't real, they're not, Vegas is not saying that blah, blah, blah is a 65% chance of scoring a goal. They just know if the number's lower than that, everyone's going to bet that player to score a goal, so they can't make it any lower than that. And they think at 65, they're going to get 50-50 bets. That's it. All right. Good one. A little rant. Right. Yeah. Don't know what you said. Totally, yeah. Good job of you. <laughs> Don't know what you said. Sounds great. You were excited and passionate. I'm glad that you listened. I hope it made sense. We'll see. I'm, I'm going to get like right, we'll, shellacked. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out yeah, extremely soon. Um, I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's a wrap. I mean, this is going to be kind of the gist of it, right? We'll we'll hit on maybe one or two big points, and maybe we'll talk more about less about our teams when we're not that undecided about fixtures or something. But you know, we'll get more captains talk because it's really right in the precipice and stuff. So, yeah, you know, quick little hit. Hopefully, we'll be able to get it out to you guys like in time before you see the deadline Saturday morning or afternoon wherever you live. And uh, yeah. Yeah, and eventually I want to get new theme music for this, so we'll hit up our boy for that, and that's basically it. Yep. Cheers.